0: jason and you are listening to the film ruminations podcast in this episode i will be taking a look at another release from grindhouse releasing in this one we'll be talking about an american hippie in israel
1: are you a hippie well you might say so right on (laughs) You're beautiful. Let me tell you something, baby. You must have heard of the Vietnam War. They turned me into a murdering machine. Ah! Now you know why I bum around, trying to run away. Run away from this stinking world. A push on the button and we are forced to run to our deaths. A push on the button and we shoot people. A push on the button and we are turned into wild animals. Next time I see you, I'll bust your ugly faces open. I'm looking for a place far away from everything place where i can live with a bunch of people who think like me an absolute free life in an absolutely isolated place far away from this civilization and culture of violence without clothes without governments and without borders i know these creeps they're after me murderers from now on we're one family We'll be free. Freedom! Free! The only sounds that are coming out of this place will be those of song, joy, and laughter. Man, how does it feel to be completely free at last? Man, I feel really turned on. World, you're so full of shit. You're so badly contaminated that it's impossible to find a corner free of smell. Sharks! Sharks! What's going to happen to us now? Shit. This is a really bad scene. We're in a very serious situation. All these bloody creeps around, isolated island, no food, nothing, no water. The girls will go mad. We're going to dry up in the sun. We are going to rot away. You're going too far, baby. Don't give me any more of your bullshit. Cool it. Big shit. Shut your ass. I hate you! The day of reckoning will come. I'll kill ya! He will murder you! Uh, uh, let me go! Ah. You will be doomed. You will destroy yourself with your own hands. You fools. Stop pushing buttons. You fools. Fools. Fools.
0: Grindhouse Releasing is proud to present the highly anticipated release of one of cult cinema's legendary lost classics. Machine gun-wielding mimes, robots, bloodthirsty sharks, free-loving debauchery, and poignant anti-war monologues by raving mad hippies. All of this and more is present in writer-director-prophet Amos Safar's allegorical independent film, An American Hippie in Israel. The special features on this uh, disc, we have a, it's a new high-definition digital restoration of the original U.S. theatrical version. There are six controversial scenes deleted from the original release. Never-before-seen in-depth interviews with stars Asher Sarfati and Shmuel Wolf. A bonus 5.1 audio track. Um, this would be celebrating the Beverly Cinemas experience. Liner notes by acclaimed horror novelist John Skip, stills galleries, trailers, bonus featurettes, and optional Hebrew subtitles, uh, and other surprises. I believe that this, uh, An American Hippie in Israel, might be my least favorite out of the Grindhouse releasing catalog. That's not to disparage the film in any way. It's just, there's a lot of really good films that I really enjoy, and there's An American Hippie in Israel. Uh, this was the last one that I tracked down, and uh, I, I cannot say that I was expecting anything out of this film. And so it was able to achieve its goal. There's not even a whole lot to say. It's an interesting film, uh, with, with no doubt. It, it tells the story of a, an American hippie uh, who uh, goes to Israel. When he arrives, he meets a young woman, and they have a little sex romp because her parents are out of town, uh, out of the country, I believe. And they decide to go and start a commune because that's what they believe is the right answer. And she leads him around town and they end up at like a derelict factory uh, with a bunch of other hippies. And there's a nice musical number. And then these two mimes, uh, this would be the second time you see the mimes with machine guns come in and uh, lay waste to all but four of the hippies in the uh, warehouse. And so they decide to go and find their commune area, the place that they are going to live and call home, and have everything that they could ever want. There's a nice driving scene uh, throughout Israel. It's, it's, it's well filmed. Uh, but then there's this totally bizarre and out of place dream sequence, perhaps, Uh, hallucination it's on it's not entirely clear in which our main hippie um, comes across some robots and he decides to attack them and before there's any resolution to that frame of thought his uh, three companions wake him up because they have found it they have finally found this this pinnacle of possible existence in uh, the greater israeli area uh, that they can call home that they can create their commune it's an island slightly off the coast maybe 200 yards um off of the mainland and so they park their car and they take a small raft over to the island where they frolic and make love and wake up and the raft is missing and they don't know how they're going to get back to the mainland because they don't have food there's very little shade this is a, literally an outcropping of rock and it's not so much It's not a Hawaiian island. There's no vegetation, really. And they realize that they are without food. They are literally up a creek without a paddle. They, They search the entire island. Where's our raft? The raft is gone. And the main character says, I'll take this one and I'll swim to the shore and I'll get the car and I'll get some food and get another raft and everything will be jolly. And he gets about... A quarter of the way back when these two styrofoam, probably, sharks start to swim towards him and he, he has to quickly swim back to shore or swim back to the island. They're blocked off from getting to their car and the sharks, the sharks Might be the fakest looking sharks that I've ever seen in any movie. They look like they were probably weighed down with a rock and just kind of moved slightly. And then uh, so like somebody might have been underwater, pushed it a little bit. Then they filmed it moving. There's no real fright from the sharks. However, if you don't know that they are fake sharks, um, then I suppose you would be terrified of them. Uh, I'm sure I could uh, be very scared as well. However, without food, uh, without uh, potable water, uh, they realize how fallible their commune could be, and uh, things break down, uh, quickly break down. They're eating a lichen, and then fights start happening. There's Oh, and then, I'm so sorry for this spoiler, Uh, the mimes with machine guns show up and steal their car. There's no real... I suppose if I had to guess the purpose of the mimes and the machine gunned uh, mind you it could be in the book and i'm just not interested enough to read the book there's a little booklet in here it's possible that the mimes and the machine gun are a representative of the american armed forces coming to get the hippie to bring him back to war for lack of better terms faceless men with guns are trying to collect him they're they're after him uh it's it's possible that it's uh, the american war machine trying to stop him from Spreading peace. I, it's it's really not clear in the entire film, what the purpose of the mimes with machine guns are. I can only imagine that the dream sequence was him imagining that he's destroying the man and and gonna be tearing down the machine, in this new uh, hippie lifestyle that he's going to find. It's interesting. I imagine that this would be gangbusters with a crowd. Um, I watched a little bit with the Beverly Cinema uh, soundtrack. And it's one of those soundtracks where they record the live theater uh, experience. So you get the the laughter and the hoots and hollers from the crowd. And so I imagine based on that, that if you were to get a group similar to like a Rocky Horror style crowd together for this, I think it might go over really well. However, sitting alone watching this, it's not, um, how should I say a it is not an overall pleasing experience it's not not bad if you were if you woke up and said you know what i'm going to get 90 percent of all of the grindhouse releasing i would almost say that's fine you can skip on this one it's it's a sight to behold and if you can catch it live somehow when theaters are open and people are happily going to theaters again do that i i I imagine that is a, a great time ordering it or even if you were to have some friends over and watch it with a group of friends that could work yeah if they're totally open my if they're the midnight movie kind of friends then that might totally work if they're the kind of friends that will watch something and try and find out what the the innermost workings of the director's mind is uh, they are going to be so very confused that they might never talk to you again and i'm sorry however That is an American hippie in Israel. Now pairing it was quite difficult when you have something that you can't easily try and convince other people to want. It's not the easiest thing to pair as a double feature. Almost this would be like the B picture. You would not program this as the main if you're doing a double feature. Um, Finding something that works very well with it is sort of difficult just because of how truly, truly bizarre it is. I had in my mind a arthouse classic BFI sight and sound top 50 film that I thought would work really well. And it kind of does, but it also kind of doesn't. And so I went with my second choice that I think actually works out really well. And that is a film that I'll probably talk about or write about more in depth later. And that would be Mystery Train by Jim Jarmusch. Memphis, Tennessee. All off of
1: Memphis. I saw on the television the other day where those Chinese over there in China they all want to eat macaroni and cheese. Now, don't you think that kind of odd what with all the Chinese food they got? Well, Room 25 for the lovely ladies. Well, it was right here in this very room where Mr. Fields recorded the likes of Howlin' Wolf, Rufus Thomas, Carl Perkins, Robbs, and Jerry Lee Lewis, and of course, the king of rock and roll himself, Elvis Presley. Thank you. Good night. Honey, what are you doing? Shut up and grab the bowls. I need a place
0: to stay invisible for a little while. What have you been drinking? Smells like kerosene. Jesus!
1: Oh, where am I?
0: You? What are you doing here?
1: Well, I, I don't really know myself.
0: Train, train! Aloof teenage Japanese tourist, a frazzled Italian widow, a disgruntled British immigrant, all converge in a city of dreams, which, in Jim Jarmusch's mystery train, is Memphis. Made with its director's customary precision and wit, this triptych of stories pays playful tribute to the home of Stax Records, Sun Studio, Graceland, Carl Perkins, and, of course, the King, who presides over the film like a spirit. Mystery Train is one of Jarmusch's very best movies, A boozy and beautiful pilgrimage to a most iconic American ghost town and a payon to the music it gave the world. This was a direct, uh, director-approved Blu-ray uh, from the Criterion Collection. It is a newly restored, high-definition digital transfer supervised and approved by director Jim Jarmusch with a compressed monaural soundtrack. There is a Q&A with uh, Jarmusch in which he responds to questions sent in by fans. Excerpts from the 2001 documentary Screamin' Jay Hawkins, I Put a Spell on Me, the uh, original documentary of the film's locations and rich social and musical history of Memphis, on-set photos and behind-the-scene photos, and new and improved English subtitle translation, plus a booklet featuring essays by writer Dennis Lim and Peter Garlnick. I'm not going to tell you that this is my favorite Jarmusch film. Uh, however, uh, when you're looking at uh, *In an American hippie, you have uh, an American hippie who is transplanted into a culture that he doesn't know very well and is blessed to find an English speaking woman in mystery train. You have these two Japanese teenagers who are in Memphis. They don't really speak anything. They, they communicate through words that they learn from songs. It's, it's very uh, difficult to, to understand them. And it's just an incredible, incredible picture uh, that I couldn't really, it's, it's, it's a very good little adventure road trip type movie where Jarmish has that has uh, some vignettes of out of town people trying to make it briefly in Memphis as tourists really just passing through. Plus, there's a, a B story, which is sort of the A plot. It's kind of strange um, with Steve Buscemi and uh, uh, Joe Strummer uh, from The Clash and, and somebody else that I can't think of right now. And that that part adds in some of the crime elements that you have in American Hippie. I would absolutely watch this first. I would play this first and then consider American Hippie. However, it's going to be a hard sell. I wish I could be more generous uh, with this. It's it's a fine film, uh, American Hippie. Uh, Mystery Train is much, much better, and you could just enjoy that instead. However, like I had mentioned, I'm planning on working on a series of the films of Jim Jarmer. So I don't really want to go too, too deep um, because, frankly, I haven't gone too, too deep myself yet. Uh, so that would be first, Mystery Train, and second, once maybe they've tied one off, An American Hippie in Israel. And hopefully that can, if nothing else, bring out some conversation and uh, maybe give you just a little, little peek into the lives of other people. I want to thank you, uh, each and every one of you, that is listening for uh, joining me on this this trip through uh, grindhouse's catalog. Um, I just am, am overjoyed whenever I click into uh, the stats and see anything at all, and I appreciate that. I would be I would be remiss to not say, could you please rate and review? I don't really like to to do that too much because this is this is almost more for me uh, than it is for anybody else. Uh, because I want to be able to re, uh, rediscover these as my uh, in down the line so anyways again thank you very much um, the next episode will be another uh, grindhouse house then I have um, a that I have an eggfoot to get back to and I might even look at a couple films from Flickr Alley uh, that have come out very recently so hopefully you you enjoy what you're hearing and I, I again appreciate each and every one of you and I hope that this finds you well and that you have a good day